Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new podcast from your friends at the Challenge Program. Today with me, I have my forever co-host, Mel. How are we doing today, Mel? Good, good. (laughs) And we're super excited to be starting this podcast with you guys. Uh, We have been pondering on it for forever, and we finally just decided to kick it off. And so we're so excited to podcast with you. We're so excited to help you face your everyday challenges um, and give you a little bit of insight into the challenge program. So we are just very excited to be with you guys. We're super excited for everything that we have going on. Um, And right now we're looking at doing this podcast once a month. Correct, Mel? Yeah, hopefully we can evolve that. And as we get more guests, we can come to you guys more often. Oh, yeah. But for now, you'll hear our beautiful voices once a month. Me and Mel will be doing interviews. We'll be talking to you guys about tons of other fun things, both going inside the challenge program and outside. And we'll try to have one interview an episode with either somebody who faced a lot of challenges in their lives or even just is a part of the challenge program and wants to talk about how they got here and what challenges they have personally faced and tons of fun stuff like that. It's just going to be lots of fun. We're going to have, you know, such a good time with you guys and everybody out there. Um, and Mel, are you, are you excited for all of it? Yeah, I'm really excited for everybody to just get some really cool advice from some really cool people that we're going to have on our podcast. I think we're obviously today we're going to meet our founder, Dan Perkins. But other than that, a lot of our business partners are pretty high up, high level people in, in big companies. And they really had a lot of, you know, struggles and challenges to get where they are and but they're super successful today, and I think that they'll have a lot of good advice for everyone out there. Yeah, and that'll be fun, and we might even, as we go, you know, we're totally open to maybe looking at some of our student influencers helping us out and going to businesses and going into schools, interviewing people, talking to people. So we're just so excited to see where it goes. In this first episode, we're just going to really introduce you guys to the challenge program a lot. Obviously, interviewing Dan Perkins, he gives you a good insight into how the challenge program was formed, how he faced challenges in his life, and advice and other things that he would suggest for you guys. We will be doing some closers at the end of the episode to talk about what's going on in the challenge program, getting you guys excited for the fall season, which will be super fun, and the opening of schools, which is of course, super exciting for all of you out there. And of course, at this beginning, we always will say hi to you guys, touch base, tell you what's going on in the interview and do any exciting announcements. For right now, the challenge program is just getting excited to work with you all out there. And we're getting excited to start this new podcast with you guys. So that'll be super fun. Uh, You have anything to add before we go into our interview, Mel? Uh, Just enjoy. Dan Perkins has a really cool story, and I think that it's really motivational, and you'll learn a lot from him. So, yeah, just sit back and enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be so fun. So now we're going to go over to Bryce in Pittsburgh with that interview. So excited, and we hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so welcome back to the podcast. Today, for our first big interview, we're interviewing Dan Perkins, founder of the Challenge Program and a current board chairman. It's nice to see you, Dan. How are you doing today? I'm fine. (laughs) Happy to be here. (laughs) So Dan founded the Challenge Program, um, and we really wanted to like explore the beginning of the Challenge Program. So first, I wanted to ask you, what got you to where you are today? Relative to the Challenge Program or in in my career? Yeah. Yeah, your career and where well, you are today. I, I had a pretty interesting background. You know, as a kid, I was pretty ambitious. I had a 
big family, mm-hmm. and I was the youngest. And my brothers and sisters always talked me into doing things. Yeah, and, I was about to say that's always the best position to be in. <laughs> and, and, and they they wanted a raise in our allowance. Mm-hmm. We got our allowance was ten cents. Oh my gosh! So you know how, how long ago it was. <laughs> well, they 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 asked me to ask him for a raise, mm-hmm. and I did. And his his words were still in my mind. He said, "If you want a, if you want more money, you can better get a job." <laughs> and uh, so I figured, well, what can I do to to make money? Mm-hmm. I had a friend that was that shined shoes and ask him what, how how do I do that? And he he taught me how to shine shoes. Oh! And helped me make a shoe shine make a shoe shine box and went downtown and went through the park and in the bars and. Shine shoes, and I made seventy-five cent my first day. Yeah. So I thought, you know, this is this is my nirvana, <laughs> and uh, so I I did that and and came pretty proficient at it. <clears throat> yeah, and that's where it all started. Well, that's where it all started. And one day on on my way home, I passed by this car wash, and this all ties together here. So I'm not okay. really long-winded. <laughs> I was walking by this car wash, and I see this long lit line of cars waiting to be washed. And I thought, geez, oh man, if I can just ask all of these people they want shoe shine, I don't have to walk through the parks, so I don't have to worry about the weather. I can do it inside. Yeah. So I went up to one of the guys and I said, Can I shine shoes here? And he says, Well, you gotta ask the guy that owns this place. Mm-hmm. And he pointed him out and and he pointed me towards a big Tall, you know, statuesque guy. Yes. I and I was a little kid, and I went up to him and I said, "Can I shine shoes here?" <laughs> and he he sort of looked me up and down, and, and he said, "You can shine shoes here, but if you miss, if you make any of the cars late of leaving my car wash, I'm going to throw you out in your ears, <laughs> or worse to that effect." Yes. <laughs> and I said, "Okay." And I thought, you know, I, and I told him, I said, I'll come back tomorrow and shine shoes. And he mm-hmm. said, okay, that's fine. And he showed me where I would work, where I could stand to shine shoes or, or put my, my shoe shine box. On the way out of the building, I just sort of turned and looked at the, at the name of the establishment. And uh, back in those days, it, it took me about five to 10 minutes to shine a pair of shoes. Mm. And I turned and looked at the building and it said, Johnstown Minute Car Wash. <laughs> so I knew I had a problem. Yes. So what I did, I stopped by my buddy's house and I taught him how to shine shoes. Mm. And, and that evening, after new evening, we built a shoe shine box. Oh, okay. And uh, we uh, made another shoe shine box. Mm-hmm. And uh, we next day we went to the car wash and we put a set of chair up and the person, when they came for shoe shine, they were used to standing up, but we said, have a seat. He <laughs> shined one shoe, I shine the other shoe. Oh, okay. And, and all the time that we did that, we never held up a car. Dang, so that is impressive. So, and that was, and that impressed the owner of the car wash. Yes. And one day I went to him and I said, I noticed that when you're really, really busy here, there's no one to clean the car wash, empty the ashtrays and wipe the windows from people having fingerprints on it. Mm-hmm. And if you give me some money, you pay me something, I'll have somebody do that for you. Oh, okay. And he said, look me up and down. Okay, how much? And I just gave him 50 cents, 50 cents a day. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
And so he let me do it. <laughs> and then another another occasion, I noticed that the guys, when they were really busy, they had the tiles they used to dry the car off, got dirty, and they just couldn't collect them and put them in the washer. And yeah. I went back to the guy and I said, "Listen, if you," well, I said, "I didn't say listen," but I said, "If if you pay me some money, I'll have someone collect the tiles, wash them, dry them, and put them in back in the in the in the basket for the guy's use." Yes. And he said. What would you charge me for that? So I had to hire another. So all of a sudden I had like a little enterprise going. Yes, yeah. Well, that was kind of my motivation. Uh, I impressed him enough where uh, you know, I, I befriended the foreman of the, of the place who lived near me and I would ride down to the car wash with him in the morning. And while he was turning all the equipment on, I'd walk around with him and talk and watch him. And, and one day... Uh, as soon as we arrived, the boss, the owner, the owner called him in, and and uh, so I just continued. And I turned on all the equipment. Yes, yeah. And, and when he and the boss came on, I said, I turned on all the equipment, and the boss was just astounded. Oh. So from that day, I think that was the beginning of of, of things. This gentleman took a a great deal of, of time. I took a lot of his time. Uh, I asked him a lot of questions. I was interested in a lot of things. He explained a lot of things, and he be, kind of became my mentor. One day, the, the the foreman had to go away. Now I'm 16 now, so I've been doing it for a number of years, shiny yeah. shoes, and and so when they were really busy, I would help out mm-hmm. and the car wash. Oh, okay. And so he asked me, he said, "You think you could run this place?" And I said, "Yeah, I could." <laughs> and here I, I, at that point, I was maybe 17, and I did it. I ran the car wash. That was my motivation to develop a, a dedication to whatever I'm doing. Work hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to do above and beyond what your what your task to do. Yes. Learn all you can about it. And, yeah. And and that's kind of how I was challenged. And you can even see, like I was about to say, you can even see a strong connection between like that and the challenge program because that's really how it started. Mm-hmm. Was just a very small little thing. One school. Yes, one little school. <clears throat> with the Bishop McCourt, Barb School. I explained to the students what I want to do. I want to, I want to motivate you to focus on your education. Mm-hmm. And those students that achieve, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you something significant. Yes. I never told them what it was. <laughs> I didn't know what it was either. Yes. <laughs> you <laughs> said I, there will be something significant. I had a whole year to think of something. <laughs> and, uh, but they, you know, as the, and then the principal said, I will keep the... The momentum going mm-hmm. and she said don't forget that guys and come back and give me. and they said he's not gonna come back he's not gonna come back and then at the, uh, during that time that movie came out where the guy was uh, I forget who it was but he said I'm back <laughs> and so I went back for an assembly that they set up and I walked up to the mic and I said, I'm back. And they just, they just went crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's so interesting. So you guys started with Bishop McCork. Um, did you ever like in aspect of like the nonprofit and like your original goals with it, did you ever see it getting as big as it has now? Because I would consider us fairly substantial by now having reaches into yeah. Pittsburgh, all parts of Johnstown, everywhere across mm-hmm. that area. Yeah. 138 schools. Yes. High schools in three states. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. The staff has done an immaculate job <laughs> at, at developing the program, and it all started with McCourt, and then we just we just grew from there. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that was such a big thing. I even said uh, my my funny comment whenever we were writing out questions for you and everything mm -hmm. was I was like, I wonder if he ever imagined that the challenge program would be running a podcast either. <laughs> yeah, no, never thought about it. <laughs> and that was such an interesting evolution. Um, so did you foresee the challenge program as starting out as like a nonprofit? And what was your like original goal when you got that first goal? Uh, no, we thought we would go to one school and go back the next year. Oh, okay. It's going to be McCourt. Yes. And Barbara Andanetti, who's, who was with me from the very beginning, and she, I won't, I won't bore you with any more long stories. Oh, but, you're totally fine. But, but the involved, but her involvement was, was fine. She was working for a development company that was sold. Oh, okay. And they wanted her to move to Philadelphia. Well, she was a Johnstown mm -hmm. lady, and she born and raised there, and, and she lived there all her life. And uh, and I just it was an easy recruit. I said, "How would you like to go back, stay in Johnstown?" Yes. And she said, "Doing what?" <laughs> and then I explained to her my dream, and she said, "I like that. I like that." And uh, she just, you know, took the bull by the horns and and ran with it, and, and, <laughs> and here we are. Yes. Uh, but it was it's it's just been amazing. Oh, okay. But we we wanted to do when we decided we wanted to grow, and what happened was the principal at Bishop McCourt mm -hmm. told other principals, and they well we're interested in that program. Who do we talk to? Mm -hmm. And so she called us, and and we just started from there. Then we developed a funding strategy. How do we pay for this? And and I mean just worked our way through. That's so awesome. Um, we someone advised us, and I can't remember who it was, that we should establish a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And and we did that, and uh, it worked out. And we needed a board, and, and uh, we got local. We got the ex mayor and the, and the superintendent of schools and the chief of police mm -hmm. all to be on the board. That's so awesome. Uh, and I thought those were critical people. And then we got business people, and everybody was just totally invested in it. Absolutely. I mean, all we had to do was ask, and they were just, you know, anytime you say, hey, do anything to help kids, it was this thing. And what we want, our goal, the goal of the challenge program is to motivate the students to focus on their educational experience. Mm -hmm. And the more you really commit to it, the better you'll do, you'll, you'll do in school. Mm -hmm. And you can apply that same thing to life. Yes, yeah. And 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 that's what's happening. Yeah. And at our and you'll probably talk about Crystal Isle, but at our Crystal Isle, you know, the students they send in their stories of of what motivated them and they're just unbelievable. Oh yeah. Some of them were some of them are tear jerking, but and some of them are just, you know, you just smile when you read it. Yes, yeah. And even like as we're evolving in our social media stuff, we like mm -hmm. interacting with the students with a lot of that stuff too. Because mm -hmm. it's so big nowadays, even like with this podcast program and stuff like that, we mm -hmm. hope to continue to just be able to like talk to you and evolve with the students because that's part mm -hmm. of the biggest challenge is sometimes students mm -hmm. just don't get feel heard, especially mm -hmm. with some of the larger schools mm -hmm. um, where there's just hundreds of students in each class. Um, sometimes it is hard because sometimes you're just one of the 100 and you that it's challenging to make you feel seen and heard, which I think the challenge program helps immensely to give kids a voice and allow them to like continue mm -hmm. to grow and evolve. And remember that even if you're not always at the front of the poster, that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you're not heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, we make sure that we have, we communicate with the, with the students on a regular basis. Yes. And we sit and listen to them mm -hmm. and they come up with great ideas. And, and we implement those ideas. I mean, it's just phenomenal. And 
I mean, it's their world and it's their peers. So who better to give us insight? Give you insight. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, whenever the challenge program started to grow, what was one of the biggest like hurdles that you really saw with it? What was one of the things that was really hard as you guys continued to grow and form the nonprofit and get more employees? Yeah. Well, you know, it was it, it was an evolving thing. I mean, at first it was. It was, well, first we needed money. <laughs> yes, that's always the hardest one to and, find, and, isn't and, it? <laughs> and then we found a couple in, individuals that were very supportive of our program mm-hmm. and just funded us regularly. And, and then we decided we needed to organize it. And then uh, finding good people. Yes. Uh, finding good people continues to be an issue. Or, <laughs> I mean, for industry-wide, I'm on a couple of boards and... Finding people is the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to find like skilled people oh, yeah. all across sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, we did wonder like as we continue to evolve, especially this year, we're working a lot with trying to get students to work directly with businesses mm-hmm. um, and actually placing the school students into positions where they can get jobs straight out of the challenge program. Um, and even like get work experience and other stuff straight to a challenge program. Uh, do you think that that's like exciting and how do you feel about that? Because that might even allow us to evolve more good people, get more people ready for the workforce earlier mm-hmm. um, and maybe even, you know, find ways to get them into the workforce a little bit quicker and more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Barb and company do a fantastic job of, of sitting down, talking about it. And she sits with the entire staff and I've sat with them and, mm-hmm. and they just bounce ideas across. What do you think about this? How's I think it's going to work? And from that, that's that's kind of how we build on, on our, some of our strategy. Absolutely. I mean, what's hot and what's not yes. is, is, a, is, a, is a big thing. Yeah. And, and, and we try not to get stale because, you know, we come back to school. And so we add a summer work program and, and help the schools implement that. And, and we started a mentor uh, uh, initiative yes. that, you know, we, we helped them. And I mean, it's just worked out perfectly. That's so awesome. And, and the, the thing that I, that I always want to keep in front of us is that this is a program for all the students. Yes. So let's not alienate ourselves or anybody by working in specialized areas, I, I prefer that we develop programs that can benefit across the board. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's even the big thing that we're looking at, because obviously some of our first hits for like the placement program has been like manufacturing plants mm-hmm. and places like that, because they are a lot harder for people right now. Um, I think that we're going to take a break. But before we do, I do have one more personal question for mm-hmm. you. Um, what do you think has been like the hardest hurdle in your personal life as you continue to evolve as a business person and evolving in the field? Time. Time. Mm-hmm. I just never have enough time to do all the things that, that I, I want to do. And that's working around the clock, seven days a week. <laughs> it just, and then trying to, I, I've learned to, you know, let's not focus on work, 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 work all the time. Yeah. Try to work out a life balance in it. But it's just, it's just, it's just never enough time. Yes. And yeah, and I feel that whenever I started here, that was the first thing because I love social media and doing that stuff so much. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like just never stop. I just wanted to stay in the building mm-hmm. all day if I could. Exactly. But you exactly. have to realize that you do have to live a life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember one time when I started my business, you know, I would be after everyone's gone, I'm working and working. And and and, and one night, I, one evening I was there and uh, I just sort of stopped and put my head back for a second. 
And then all of a sudden I heard the strangest noise. Uh-huh. It was the cleaning lady vacuuming around me <laughs> in my oh. chair. <laughs> I stayed there so long, I fell asleep in my, in my chair. Yes. And uh, I mean, but you know, it, it, you enjoy it. Yeah. You, you really enjoy it. And then as you, as you start working with more people, it just compounds it. Yes. You know, just, yeah, maybe that's like yeah. a secret life lesson. Try to be out of the office before the cleaning lady gets you. Before the cleaning lady gets there. And, <laughs> and that was pretty late, too. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're going to take a break. Um, whenever we get back, we're going to ask a little bit more about the challenge program. Mm-hmm. We're going to see some guidances and see if you have any advice for any of the young people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to talk a little bit more about the nonprofit. Thank you guys so much, and we'll be right back. And welcome back. We're still back with Dan. Um, so we have just a few more questions for you. So these will be a little bit more oriented towards like the actual challenge program and also just mm-hmm. advice to young people because obviously some of the best people to really mm-hmm. give insights into like future aspects and business crowd are people mm-hmm. who have had as much experience as you because <laughs> you have had been around the block just a little bit. Sure. <laughs> still young hearted. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, we wanted to ask, uh, if you had just starting straight off the block, if you had any advice for anybody who's young and inspiring to get into the business world or grow their professional career and stuff, what would you say to them to help them along their path? Uh, the young folks that I've talked to, I've, I've told them, you know, just figure out what you want to do, where you want to go, or even somewhere close to it mm-hmm. and, uh, and just start working in that behalf. But it requires a commitment. I mean, you've got to know what you, you, you want to do. You've got to research it to death and uh, find out all you can. Mm-hmm. The more you research, the better you'll be at, at, at zeroing in what you want to, yes. want to actually do. And that, but that works with all things. Oh, yes. I mean, in terms of, you know, you want to go to college, what do you want to major in, yeah. things of that nature. And same thing in terms of, of a career objective. Uh, once, you, uh, once you figure that out, you can head in that direction. Don't be afraid if you change your mind or you start off in one direction and go in, into another. Yeah. That's just that's just natural. Yes. That's just yeah, natural. even me, I was so hard set, like right out of high school, I was so hard set on being in the business world. I was like, oh, I want to be a big business market manager, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then I start one semester in college and realize that that is not my calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is, it's a big thing because it's, it, it's hard, especially right out of high school whenever you're young. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to think about where you want to be when you're 40 because that's double your lifespan already. Sure, you know? Absolutely. It's a, a far throw out. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that is a huge thing. That is very exciting. One of my jobs I had was as a recruiter. I worked for a management firm recruiting people. Oh, okay. Very diverse people. Yes. One of the questions I would ask them is, is what you're doing now, does that match the career objective you started off with initially? Oh, okay. Almost 100% of the time it was no. Oh, unless, okay. unless they want to be a doctor. No, oh, yes. Or their parents f- forced them to be something. Yes. I really wanted to do this, but they wanted me to do that. Yeah. So I did to appease them. But I did change my objective after a while. Yes. <laughs> uh, don't be afraid of the, of the change. Don't feel like you're a failure in any way. Mm. Because where you, where you fall down in one area, you'll pick up in another. Yeah. Yeah, even me for like a real, real life example, I'm 20. I'm the youngest employee at the Challenge Program mm-hmm. as of right now. 
Um, and I started out at T-Mobile and AT&T, the cell carriers, um, and I was working there and I would just occasionally help them with social media stuff. I would offer them to make posts or do stuff like that for the local stores and everything like that. Um, and I did that for almost a year until long and behold, I moved to Evansburg and got a job up there at the AT&T and not four months into that job, the challenge program reached out to me for a social media position. Um, and that's all I could ever wanted. Even on the drive, you know, me and Mel traveled out here to Pittsburgh today to interview, interview and everything. And on the drive out while I was driving, I looked over at Mel and I said, you know, Mel, 18 year old Bryce would have felt so lucky to know that he was going to end up here right now, <laughs> just driving out to do a podcast yeah. interview. Like I could have never imagined that as an yeah. actual job, an actual yeah. position anytime soon, regardless of two years, sure. you know, I wouldn't have saw that in 10 years. Yeah. Um, but long and behold, I ended up lucky enough to get this job and work in such a great program. Um, so it was very exciting. And I can, you know, that advice worked directly for me because I didn't work directly in social media until right now. Mm-hmm. But long and behold, my experience and my grandeur followed me through, you know. Sure. Um, that is a huge thing. Now, in the aspect of life and making good choices and everything, if you could go back to your younger self, would there be any piece of advice that you would give him to maybe make your evolution into your career a little bit easier? Is there anything that you would give to him that maybe would have made stuff a little bit easier for you? Any mistakes that you made along your path there? Well, you know, as a young person, you you, you have a lot of different ideas of what you want to do and how you want to do it. Yes. And nine times out of ten, people change their, change their mind so many times. Yes, yeah. Um, I... My case was a little different because I was a very, very inquisitive kid. Yes. And I asked questions ad nauseum. <laughs> but, but as I looked back on it, I was surprised at how patient they were. But I wanted to know how everything worked. I wanted to know how, uh, you know, why people did this. I mean, yeah. if the guys were coming to fix something on the street and, the, and I was a young kid, I, you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing it that way? Hmm. How do you, I remember they were, they were building a wall, <coughs> and I watched the guy laying the bricks. Yeah, and I was pretty impressed with it. And I said, "How, how did you do that?" And I, why did you put the water in it? And oh no, and he explained. And he, it's surprising how patient people are in describing their profession. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And and he he did it. When they took a lunch break, I thought I'm going to help them. Oh okay. So I laid a layer of cement, and, put, and I did two layers of, con- of bricks. <laughs> and he came back, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that. But he said, okay, you know, that's okay. You actually did a pretty good job, but you kind of smeared the, the cement all over the concrete, all over the block, so that, that doesn't help. <laughs> but he let me stick around, yeah. and, and I continued to watch him. And on Friday, which was payday, the foreman came over, gave me five bucks. Aww. He said, that's for helping us out. Yes. And, 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 you know, that was a big motivation point in my life. Yeah. And yeah. I was going to say, there, there's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of nuance to that mm-hmm. of, like, even at the challenge program, I'm in social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but just yesterday, out of curiosity, because I wondered, like, how we worked, mm-hmm. I went to one of our program managers, and I just asked her what the infrastructure of, like, how everybody gets paid and how some of the organization works. Um, and I just had to explain to me, do I have any interest in like doing any of our finances or anything? Absolutely not. Maybe I would do it one day just to learn about it, but I would never do that. But just knowing that, um, and understanding a little bit more of how the whole program works helps 
helps to give you insight into how stuff works. Even if you have no interest in doing that yourself, no knowledge can really be power a lot of the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, it also surprised me that how people really enjoyed talking about what they do. Yes. Even if it was a trivial job. Yes. And I said, you know, now why'd you do that? Or, or, you know, I noticed you did this. I mean, they, they would just talk right through it. Yeah. And I think part of that shows too, like um, if you're doing something that you're not passionate about, Mm -hmm. maybe one of the first signs is whenever you're explaining it, you just get tired of explaining it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If Mm -hmm. you have a real passion for what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you could probably explain that night and day for hours and still not get tired because you just love sharing your passion with people. Exactly. But even those that have been doing a long time, I noticed they, well, and sometimes they may be a little brief, but others, I mean, they would go and start from the beginning. This is this is how I started out, and I did this, and I did that. And I mean, yeah. People like to talk about themselves. Yes. And so it's you know I found that, and 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 it helps you engage them. And I think in my life, a lot of relationships started with questions. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's a very powerful yeah. tool, honestly, because yeah. a single question can bring out yeah, so question. much. So in, in the way of like, per, of your profession, mm-hmm. what, what do you feel has been like the best professional piece of advice that you were given that you just absolutely have never forgotten? Something that really has like given you a lot of insight or given you a lot of drive or something that somebody said to you that mm-hmm. you were just like, I'm taking that with me. <laughs> um, Martha is probably the, big, the, the best he would always, he'd always say, pay attention to what you're doing. Understand it. Make sure the people who work for you understand what you're doing and what you expect from them. Okay. And don't take all the credit. Yes. This is a team. Yes. Most things are team, teamwork. And I, and I never forgot that. And Martha always gave the credit to the, somebody else. We did, a, we did 180 cars in the last hour. That's because so-and-so was so fast and vacuuming up the car. Or, you know, I mean, you do that. And I find I'm, I, I do that, too. I still do that <laughs> people, yeah. I mean, I give the credit, but in, as you can tell from the challenge program, the winners are sitting out in the other room. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and I think that is, yeah. that is a huge thing. I do agree with you there where, like, Somebody has to start it, but nothing ever gets done unless there's a few more hands in the in the cookie jar. Because sadly, it's not super easy to do most things. <laughs> exactly right. If I did it myself, it would have lasted a week. Nah. But I mean, yeah, here we are, twenty years later, and and uh, it's it's unbelievable. Yes, absolutely, and I think that is that's a huge thing because lots of people do forget about simple things like that. Like it takes a team. To, you know, they always say Rome wasn't built in a day and it wasn't built by a single person. That's true. <laughs> That's so interesting. So, like, in the aspect of the challenge program, how have you felt about its growth and evolution? Have you been really excited seeing everything? And, like, even we, how do you feel about us getting such a, you know, a very developed social media team even now? I'm sure you never even expected that to become, like, a thing. expected that, but, but welcome that very much. I'm the kind of guy that if it sounds like a good idea, let's try it and see if it works. <laughs> and uh, if it's if it's well vetted, normally it works. And, and yeah. uh, I mean, I thought we'll never get past sixty schools. <laughs> we'll never get past a hundred. We'll never get past a hundred. <laughs> we'll never get past one hundred and thirty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that is that's really awesome, and I think that that was a great insight into the challenge program. Um, 
for all the viewers out there, it is kind of fun for me too, because also I've, I've just started here, so I didn't really get a deep insight. So this was really interesting insight even for me, um, because I knew the challenge program was passionate, has a passionate crew of people, and I know it's cool, but I had no idea where it started. Honestly, I didn't even know that it started with Bishop McCoy, I don't believe. Yeah. That was something new for yeah. me today. Well, I still learn stuff every day. <laughs> but yeah, and it's, it's done so with hardworking, very dedicated, professional people. Absolutely. And everybody, I mean, we have fun. We fuss at each other every now and then. But the bottom line is we all we all had the same objective in mind. Yes. And the same goal and and we pursue it. And that's what makes it. And yes. And I don't take the credit for anything. <laughs> I started a doggone thing, but that's it. Yeah, you were the you were the first yeah. flame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I think that this was a wonderful first interview. Um, you did such a great you did so great with us, and it was so interesting learning more about the origin of the challenge program and everything. Um, do you have anything else that you want to say for all the young students and people out there? Uh, well, a little disclaimer. I, I I don't, and I may have said a lot of me. I mean, I, I always have to tell this story to, so that one can appreciate how I evolved, which made other things evolve. But I don't, I don't run around taking credit for a lot of things. I don't, believe, <laughs> I don't believe in that. I, I think no matter what it is, somebody had to help you get there. Yes. And uh, in my case, a lot of people's helped helped us get there. <laughs> and it's not a me, me, me world either. It's us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you guys. Thank you for your time. This is a great concept. I like it. <laughs> and I think it's going to work out well. It's going to fit in well. Yes, so. thank you so much. Um, we'll return back to me and Mel in the office. And thank you guys for listening. And thank you again for the okay. wonderful interview. Great. And we're back. Uh, so that was fun, Mel. That was an interesting trip out to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was a good one. You did a great job. I mean, that was your first uh, podcast with us. I mean, this is our first podcast in general, but that was your first interview and yeah, your first time meeting Dan. Yeah, that was my first interview, my first time meeting Dan. It was like my second week here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to do right off the bat. It was very unnerving. And so now we're going to close up everything. We enjoyed a really nice interview. Um, we have a few announcements that we want to talk about that will just be happening. It's happening after the recording of this podcast, but before the release. So we're going to talk about it, but you guys will already know about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first and foremost, Dan was an absolute wonder to interview. I really did enjoy him. Mel said that I was going to like him. I was, of course, skeptical and scared because he's the big, big old founder but it was actually really nice and really pleasant. Um, but so that was really great. It was really fun. I got a lot of new insight into the challenge program. I want you guys to know that the fun part about this podcast will be that I will be learning right along with you all because me being only here for two weeks, I'm still learning everything. Just today, I learned like 20 big things that I have to like remember and keep in my back pocket. <laughs> so that's always really fun. Um, we, of course, have our fall assemblies coming, which is super fun. But before we get to that, I wanted to hear some of like Mel's comments, concerns, and interesting points from the interview, and we'll chit-chat about those a little bit. So, Mel, you had a few like things you wanted to talk about from the interview. I just love every time Dan tells his story, he almost tells me like a new fact that I never heard before. But his his like whole car wash story is just so interesting, especially because he's from Johnstown and I'm from Johnstown. Um, 
And just if you can kind of relate to that, if you're from any really small town, just because you kind of think like, oh, I'm just from this little, you know, place in Pennsylvania. And so I'll never be, you know, big time or anything like that. But he really just shows that no matter where you come from or what situation you're in, you're not stuck and nothing can really define you except your choices and what you decide to do with yourself. I also just love how his story connects to the mission of the program because he talked a lot about his mentor, the the owner of that car wash, and how he kind of took a chance on somebody who might not have had a chance otherwise or any direction, um, and he kind of became a mentor for Dan. And that's what he really wanted to do for students out there in school. So that's how this whole thing kind of started, was somebody believed in me, and now I believe in you, and I want to give you these award categories to mentor you, and I'm going to connect you with a local business so they can become your mentor, just like, you know, he did for Dan when he was young. Yeah. Yeah, and it's exciting because we already see a lot of success. Even like me, I was one of our winners for one of the Challenge for Room program uh, awards whenever I was in high school I was I believe it was attendance mm-hmm. um, I cannot remember what year probably 2019 or 2018 yeah um, but right there you know we gave me we gave me award for doing really good attendance and everything and now that very much applies now because I work here and yes I do try to show up every day on time at 8 30 <laughs> exactly, you know <laughs> exactly that's exactly the point yeah what I always loved about the challenge program the first time I ever you know, came on board as an intern here, I remember thinking that it was really cool that they are a program for all students, which means that there's an award category out there for everybody, attendance, STEM, community service, academic improvement, academic excellence. And those kind of hit all the different kinds of students, whether you're at the top of the class, whether you're at the bottom, whether you can just show up every day or whether you like to give back to your community or maybe you're really good at science, um, things like that. And the fact that they're cash awards is incredible and they're not we're not giving out scholarships we're giving out cash which means that those students often use that cash to buy work boots or to to put that towards their first ever car or to open their first checking account Mm -hmm. which is just completely different than most things out there yeah and that's the thing for students that are going to college if they're thinking ahead they can Mm -hmm. put that cash into like a savings account books yeah yeah Mm -hmm. or they could even put it in a savings account until they're ready to go to college and then it earns a little bit extra money or whatever um some kids just give it to their parents and tell them to hold it until they're ready to leave Mm -hmm. high school so that they have that money and that extra help i mean we also have some kids who we get a lot of thank you letters in and we have some kids that that two hundred dollars they wouldn't have eaten if they if they didn't have that hundred two hundred dollar award from us i mean kids tell us that and it's sad but it's true and it's just really nice that we didn't give them you know something that they had to wait yeah. a while to use that they could use for what they needed right yeah. right in that moment. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and that's one hard thing. Yeah, that's a big thing with, like, education especially. Mostly it's in, don't get me wrong, grants, scholarships, all that, wonderful. They're very nice. They mm-hmm. make your college experience and everything a lot easier. Um, but sometimes that's not exactly what you need that day, you know? Yeah, I think it just makes us unique. Yeah, yeah, it definitely gives a special side to come from, and mm-hmm. it is definitely, like, a, a – an extra level of support that's really nice yeah but overall the interview was great i mean i hope you had fun doing it oh yeah i did i'm so excited to interview more people um that's our goal for the podcast right now everybody is like uh, like we said in the opener we want to do one interview every podcast i hope to do those interviews most of the time mel i'm sure we'll do some of the interviews uh, depending on what's going Mm -hmm. on and stuff like that 
but I'm really excited to like host a podcast and do everything like that. But it is very exciting for me. It's a dream come true. Honestly, I always wanted to be a radio host, and now I pretty much got my shorthand to that on top of doing mm-hmm. the thing that I love. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an awesome opportunity. It's a fun job to have. It really is. Uh, so next, we wanted to talk about our fall season because it's going to be coming up soon. Uh, we got some comments already, and it looks like some people are starting to go back to school starting August 24th. Um, so the end of August it's looking, like the 20th through the 29th. It looks like a lot of people are going back yeah. to school. So that's exciting. I'm sure some of your schools are a little bit earlier, some are a little bit later. And I know sometimes it's not always super exciting for the students. <laughs> Trust me, we always get that. But don't worry, after the first week there, it always gets better. <laughs> yeah, and we're also here to try to make it like a really good experience Yeah, for we try to make it a lot easier. Give them goals so that they have something to look forward to. To. Like we come in in the fall and we give out $2,000, which we'll be doing in a couple weeks. We're going to travel to all of our almost 140 schools and we're going to give out $2,000 yep. in person. Um, and then we'll be back in the spring to with another $1,000. So, yeah, we just try to be like a light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of kids. Yeah, and it makes it fun because then you can kind of make fun out of your school year. Mm-hmm. Like if you do struggle or if you feel like it's kind of purposeless sometimes take our purpose you know yeah. try to win one of our rewards what the heck what do you have to lose aside exactly. from gaining two hundred dollars <laughs> yeah so that's really exciting um and then we did want to talk about our fall theme which will be super exciting for our assemblies so of course this year our big theme is going to be unfollow stress subscribe to success which is super exciting yes i feel like that one's a yeah clap clap um I feel like that one's a big one because it's kind of like at home for us because mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's unfollowing and subscribing is our like whole deal here. Yeah, at super a, exciting. In the marketing and social de- social media departments. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love that it and our influencers actually can't help come up with this theme almost completely on their own, which is a little bit of guidance and uh, brainstorming they their student influencer group is this group of really great kids from across our school i shouldn't say kids they're almost adult students yeah. from across i always say young you know, adults yeah uh, and they really are they're, they're so bright and creative and i just love you know getting to work with them so if you're listening out there you guys are the best um <laughs> and i'm kind of <laughs> mad at you guys it didn't exist whenever i was out there i would have loved something like yeah, this you would have been perfect for that i had to go to college and work <laughs> at like three or four different companies to get here yeah. you guys are just in high school being super creative and awesome what the heck <laughs> yeah but i credit a lot of this assembly to them so for sure it's gonna be exciting for them to see it come to life and for us to see it come to life as well yeah, and that's an awesome theme. I think it's really great to like get themes from students because obviously they're the ones that are getting all the reward awards mm-hmm. and getting all that kind of stuff. So I think that they are probably the best to like theme it out. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But yeah, so that's super exciting. You will see the full theme and all of our graphics and other stuff for it very soon with all of our fall assemblies and our banners that will be hung up everywhere. Um, the Unfollow Stress Subscribe to Success will be across all of our media stuff. So it'll be super exciting to see that banner and all of our cute infographics for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the fall assemblies, of course, are super exciting. We cannot wait to see you all. This is going to be our first year meeting you all because I just joined the company. So I'm going to be <laughs> going I'm going to get to meet all of the awesome teachers, students, everybody out there. It's going to be so exciting for me. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, we're just so excited to see you all. We're so excited to give $2,000 out. Uh, We're always super excited to have fun with you guys. And, of course, me and Mel are always on the front line. We get to go to the schools, take pictures, talk to all of you. So it's really great that we get to interact with all of you and we get to, like, see all of our kind of work come to premonition at the 
assemblies, which is really, really nice. Mm -hmm. So we're just really excited about that. We're, of course, excited for this podcast. Um, We're going to be on every major platform. So if you have friends that have Androids, iPhones, anything, you'll be able to find us on Apple Music, Google Play Music, I believe Stitcher, and some other fun places. Uh, We'll probably have it on our website as well. And it's just super exciting. I'm super excited to start this. I'm super happy about all the interviews. And I'm so excited about just being able to talk to you guys in this kind of format. Hopefully we'll continue to expand and see you guys in tons of different forms. But I think that will end our first episode, huh, Mel? Yeah, it's crazy. First one in the books. I know. Isn't that so exciting? But I think that will end us off. Thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode. We're planning on making this monthly. We'll probably pin down a date eventually here that we release it consistently. Yeah. Um, But we still have to decide on that. So whenever you guys hear this, we'll probably be way deeper into that development. Um, And we're just so excited to spend more time with you guys. We hope that you enjoyed. We hope that you enjoyed Dan. And I hope that you guys love me and want to hear more from my voice and Mel's voice. (laughs) I hope you guys love me. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everybody loves me. Um, Oh, who wouldn't? I know. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Challenge Chats. Yes, and we'll see you soon.